This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. A very good evening to all and welcome to tonight's installment of Beyond Governance. My name is Nimrod Mbele. Uh, before we go on, I would like to sincerely apologize for, 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 for how I'm sounding like tonight. I um, came down with the flu and I'm all nasal, um, but be that as it may, I vouch that no flu or no amount of flu or anything for that matter will deter me from, you know, being in your company tonight as we continue pushing the envelope of issues that face this country. Uh, I tell you what, there's never a dull moment in this country. Every day, you, you know, there's something that is interesting. You know, I'm quite, uh, you know, um, at ease to hear some of the, you know, uh, issues that we're hearing about in the state capture inquiry, the Mohoro inquiry. Um, you know, more and more debt and more and more issues that really begins to question our own corporate governance or governance um, status in the country. Before you, before you know it, before you get to the real gist of uh, tonight's conversation, we've got a nice, fairly packed upper menu. Let me just say thanks to Kathy Kayla, Simon Edstein, Lindy Mukanaz, as well as Unari Kumba for giving you guys um, you know, heads up about what is happening in and around the world. Tonight I'm not flying solo. I have Tabo, you know, who's back from, uh, who's back from Bahamas, even though he doesn't want to admit that he has been Bahamas. And I forgot to say to Kathy, we need a, some kind of inquiry. Because a man, when a man has come from, you know, Bahamas, he denies that he has been at Bahamas. We don't know who, who's been paying for this thing. Anyway, moving on shortly, um, uh, if you want to really, in fact, I really, really want to uh, employ you to weigh in our conversation tonight. Our SMS line is 34519. My email address is nimrod.chai.co.za. Of course, the Twitter handle is at chaifm. And earlier on, I do to the fact that we've got a packed menu. Tonight, we'll talk about the PIC. We know what has been happening in the PIC over the week or so. And Bosasa, it will be criminal for us not to touch on Bosasa for there are a lot of issues that are coming out. Which, which, which has a res- resonance to, 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 to the fiber of South African society as it were. And last but not least, we'll touch on the letter that was submitted by five countries, you know, to Silver Maposa. Um, you know, that also, also just put the spin in the work in terms of, uh, the kind of attention we are getting as a country. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to be unpacking these issues alone. Tonight, I have a pleasure to, you know, introduce once again the person who's become familiar to the show. His voice has become familiar to the show. And we bring him from time to time for he has so much value to the show. His name is Justice Ndaba. And on that note, I want to take this opportunity to thank him. And welcome, Mr. Ndaba. Good day, well. Um, Doc, thank you very much. How are you? Uh, my, my brother, I've seen better days, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. Uh, Tabo, just, the flu, eh? yeah. no, 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 chief, nothing will ever deter me. Uh, Tabo, when we took a break, I said we need some some level of inquiry. You 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 did not come out clear as to what you were doing at Bahamas. <laughs> uh, my brother, <laughs> <laughs> let me take this opportunity to welcome you again. It is it is we miss a quite 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 great deal. I also miss this place, Doc, and I so wish I was at Bahamas. <laughs> My brother, trust me, uh, we, you know, you work hard, you work hard, you'll get there in all time. Uh, moving on swiftly, let's talk about uh, PIC. Uh, justice, we have picked up that. Uh, well, let me, as, as, as a matter of fact, we know that uh, PIC is one of the uh, 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 most instrumental entities in this country uh, based on its, you know, asset value. You know, it managed almost, two, I mean, almost two trillion 
and it has been at the center of domestic investments for some time, including the rescue uh, of, of the dead-ridden uh, you know, retailers such as Edcon uh, and so on and so forth. And what we have picked up now of late uh, is that uh, about, about nine PSC directors resign, uh, you know, uh, stating a host of issues. Uh, and, and one of them, want, I mean, I quote here, stating that the, the civil servant, uh, the civil uh, servant uh, entity, has entered a state of paralysis flowing from a misconduct claims against the board members. Um, and, and that to a point of, um, you know, moving completely. And we hear now that uh, the, the Minister of Finance is about to appoint a new board. Um, yes, for me, this, this raises more questions than answers. And, and I am glad I have justice because I, justice understands these things probably more than I do. Uh, Justice, here's an, here's a question. Um, you know, we hear that there's been a number of misconduct claims against some of the board members around dubious dealings or, or, or around dubious transactions. And suddenly everybody resigned and we hear that the ministers appoint a new board. Ordinarily, at what point are we withholding the resignation of people that uh, have cloud over their head uh, 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 before proceeding to, to appointing a new board because you appoint a new board that comes in and, and deal with the mess of its predecessors. How do we ensure that at one level you hold people accountable uh, you know, and also get into a point that you appoint a new board members? Hmm. What do you take on that? Um... Doc, uh, the the issue of 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 the PIC for me is a it's a bit painful because it has been um, a flagship uh, for many years. In fact, perhaps it would be um, at some point during the show if we could reflect at some of the awards, at least in the next in the last three years, significance awards that the PIC received, and some of these from very reputable. Uh, entities that recognized how well um, they they were managing the funds. But uh, coming to your question, uh, for me, let me just start saying but that uh, I was quite keenly disappointed by the action of the board anyway to resign en masse, because that in itself is destabilizing, especially because the reason I say that is because um, there is a commission of inquiry led by Judge uh, Lex Mpati that is looking after at the issues that are raised. And also for the board, uh, at this stage, many of the issues raised by two main uh, whistleblowers, uh, James Nock, or so-called, and uh, there's another gentleman that has been on, 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 on suspension, Victor Siani, who was the portfolio manager of, you know, that deal of IO. Mm-hmm. So, and many of the issues that they had raised are still allegations. So I could not understand why the board, on the basis of these things, would resign when it is only been alleged. And also when uh, so much resources are being placed on the table uh, with a fully-fledged inquiry, uh, led by an independent judge that is looking precisely into uh, allegation of maleficence. 
why would they bought then re- uh, resign and mass like this? So while we will debate some of the issues later, I just wanted to put that up front that in essence, I, I actually could not understand this action, even in the governance perspective. But but which leads to my question, Ndaba, <clears throat> as to why did the minister was was also quick to appoint a new board, whereas yeah. the, the, the state have invested resources to probe into these allegations. You're quite correct, there were allegations. Mm. I mean, if I was the minister, personally there's the... Uh, Sound legal reasons or uh, reasons behind his um, decision to, to appoint a new board, but it's really certain that does not make sense, precisely because uh, the, inquir- the commission of inquiry is currently uh, underway to investigate exactly the exact point, nature yeah. of this issue. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it doesn't make sense to have so many board members resigning. Nine of them. So what what I what what I, I must also emphasize and underline is that the board has actually just offered to resign to the minister. And what I also am noting is that, um, which I thank f- them for, for now, that they had said, look, uh, their resignation would be subject to a new board being appointed. Therefore, it means that they are still serving as a board until a new board comes. Uh, and then the minister has as yet uh, appointed a board. I think the process of that is going on. I didn't see in the parliamentary agenda any such preparations, but it is uh, suggested that there might be a, a new board next week. I don't know how that would happen because all activities in parliament this week were focused on SONA for Thursday. So whether in the in the finance portfolio committee there were any such uh, discussions of a new because the appointment of the board is partly part of the responsibilities of the portfolio committees. So I couldn't see that in their agenda in the next in the last week or this week they were they managed to discuss that. So I doubt there'll be a, a new board next week either. So it means that we are we have this board serving at least in the last week and this week until a new. So I agree. Formally, they have said, look. Appointed, once the new board is appointed, then you can, you can, uh, we will, if you approve that we exit. So meaning that they've thrown it back into the shareholders' hands to say, look, uh, we have offered to resign, uh, but uh, 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 we, we are prepared to wait until a new board is appointed. So that in itself uh, helps in terms of managing the destabilization. But, 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 Peter, as it may, um, your, your willingness to resign does not necessarily mean that uh, um, other mechanism or other investigations into malgovernance on your part cannot be pursued, which means um, the shareholder can still pursue, um, you know, those kind of investigations and where people were found wanting, you know, necessary steps will be taken. Because I think that's what most people want to hear, mm. that uh, in as much as the board members have offered to resign uh, uh, in, 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 in that kind of numbers, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Any wrongdoing will be swept under the carpet. Any wrongdoing, uh, for now, there's nothing. For now, we talk allegations, but proper processes will follow uh, mm. uh, once the new board has come into the into, into the picture. Mm. There's a whistleblower called uh, James uh, Noko who's written anonymous uh, emails directly to the ministry, and and they've stated specifically certain transactions. So. I know for a fact that these transactions have now been placed on the uh, table of the commission, which is helpful. So it means 
those issues directly would not be swept under the carpet. Another significant one is the recent one, the one that was submitted by uh, 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 Mr. Victor Siani, which is the IO Technologies uh, transaction. And that transaction involved, um, uh, uh, as you know, Segunjalo Investment, which uh, was given uh, 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 about 4.3 billion rent for a 29% stake um, in, in, in IO. So, that 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 also i mean under the circumstances has to be placed on the table of the commission to investigate what i would like probably maybe to address your concern could be that that deal uh, there's another deal that is about to be closed so now that the whistleblower has put that deal on the table Maybe that should be withheld because you know how internal investment processes work. You might find that that uh, approval process is now about to be finalized. So if I were the board or the, the shareholder, I would caution on that to say, look, perhaps we need to hold that one in abeyance and also subject it to, to, to the governance test. One thing that is quite worrying um, when you look at it very closely is that we had the resignation of the CEO, and within a space of two months, and the entire board is about to to vacate. Mm. Is that a coincidence, or there's something something some something's a mistake? Well, I don't think it's a co- coincidence if you look at the allegations by Mr. Noko, <clears throat> because the remember the the specific allegations by Mr. Noko, while others. Uh, one or two of the allegations point to the previous CEO, Dr. Majila. There, there are new allegations that are pointing to, um, you see what uh, 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 Mr. Noko is alleging is that the current acting CEO, which is uh, Ms. Um, Matepo More, is friends with one of the board members, uh, Ms. Dutushachuan. And then she alleges uh, he alleges that the this board member heads one of the subcommittees, and uh, because she heads one of the subcommittees, she, uh, she has approved certain transactions, and many of these p- transactions were actually uh, those that related to um, her partner, uh, Mr. Mulauzi. So there is that uh, uh, specific allegation. That's the allegation I'm talking about to say perhaps under the circumstances that transaction, because I know it, it is about to be approved anytime soon, so that could be well because of the allegations be held in abeyance while they investigate it together with the other transactions. So so you see that there's, there's a current acting CEO who uh, is the, the person, the whistleblower alleges that She's friends with one of the board members and then also alleges that the transactions are, 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 are positioned to benefit uh, one of the board members' partners. So there's a, a relationship issue. At least anecdotally, but I think we, we also need to be very careful by, by you know, taking these allegations, the level again, executives, uh, much more serious until they were tested. Exactly. That's something that we as South Africans um, are beginning to miss out, yeah. that, you know, allegations are, are seem to be facts. Yeah. And until proper process has been followed, 
until proper protocols have been followed, until people have brought before some kind of inquiry exactly. like this of, and, uh, you know, the kind of inquiry that it's, it's, it's you know, it is only what then, then we can, we can talk. speak with, with some kind of official standing that indeed these are some of the issues. Because, because this, you know, the, the downside of these allegations, especially for executives that we, we are more likely to lose good people mm. because that environment, um, um, is certainly not Productive, certainly not conducive. Um, but especially when, um, you know, people who come under different, you know, guys and, and spread rumors, mm. uh, and, and those rumors we are taken as fact. Exactly. Especially if, Doc, you see that the allegations that were leveled, um, against many of the board members, one, um, is, be, where, where the alleg- the whistleblowers are people that either are under suspension or somehow there's an issue internally. That is why when we opened, I questioned why the board overreacted because that's an overshoot. They have not even as a board put on the table their own version. Even by way of, 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 a, of, public statement of a public statement or even a letter to the shareholder, I know they probably are saying they're respecting the, the processes of the commission. But on the other hand, they, they resign en masse. You know? So, I mean, if you have a board that has nine people resigning, that, that renders that board dysfunctional uh, immediately, especially if we are dealing with allegations. Those allegations need to be tested. But what seems to be a, a thorny issue um, for PIC in particular is the status of, of of ethics and ethical conduct? I think this is what is on a trial here. You know, um, you know behaviors that that are counterproductive. Um, and to what extent do you think? And and obviously judging judging um, you know across the board when you get other SOEs, ethics and ethical conduct has been a almost like a scarce commodity, particularly at an executive and 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 and, and management level. To what extent do you, do you, you know, we know we're not preempting what the commission will say, but like they say, where there's a smoke, there's fire. Mm. You know, so your, your, your take on potential, you know, uh, ethics and ethical conduct on the side of the board members and those that are resigning, you know, in particular. I'll tell you what, Doc. Uh, my concern in this case is that if probably w- when it is subjected to, um, the, the investigations by the commission we will see. But I would question it if, for instance, Ms. Chajwayo approved, personally approved some of the deals that involved Mr. Mulawuzi, for instance, because there becomes an issue of ethical conduct. Because if she, su- she, she was in a position to approve, she should have recused herself. Isn't it? Because then she, uh, however she put it, uh, it would be biased or it can be subjected to, um, allegations like that because the, because the, uh, Mr. Noko now alleges that she personally approved those deals. Now, that would be a question of ethics because in that instance, uh, without discounting the fact that there's a relationship issue, professionally, she, she uh, I, I hope she 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 would have upfront uh, 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 recused herself in in the throughout the whole chain the value chain 
when a deal involved a, a partner, for instance, so that it is seen to be above board. When these allegations uh, crop up and raise their ugly heads, uh, one can't stop to ask a question around the role of auditors, because again, that's that's your your a good reference point, and you know because auditors are there um, to to institute controls. Um, in your in in your view, because obviously investigation is still underway, but you know in the same way we know that in most instances or in other instances, rot has happened under the nose of the same auditors. Mm. You know, so where we are now, what are the chances that auditors uh, are somewhere in this? You know, um, or the failure of auditors to 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 institute proper controls, um, you know, such such that these kinds of allegations don't don't manifest. What would you say is the likely position of auditors? Um, look, the the audit process by itself uh, means that is after the effect. That is the the unfortunate situation, but. What you would have in institutions such as this, especially if you're managing two trillion, you would have very strict policies. For instance, there would not be individual approval of uh, huge investments. So you, they, these must come through committees. So there would have been various committees that these must be uh, 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 tabled at. So, and then there would be strict policies. For instance, in this case, I'm hoping there definitely would be a very strict conflict uh, of, of interest. interest policy that would have guided uh, the her behavior in the instance that there's a there's a conf- potential conflict. So perhaps we will discuss that uh, later. All right. Now, I think on that note, let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. Welcome back. It is now 22-7. It's amazing how time fly. For those who have just joined us, um, you know, before you came through, we were talking about uh, PIC, and I'm joined in studio by Justice Naba, who is the strategist at Knowledge's, Knowledge Anchor Group. Um, Justice, as we're wrapping up on the PIC issue, which, ha- as, as you've correctly pointed out, PIC um, is one of the most important instruments of investment this country has ever seen, given the sheer, you know, large volumes of resources that it holds. Uh, and, and, and of course, like ESCOM, we cannot afford to have entities because this being destabilized. Um, but you have, you know, perhaps maybe as a way of wrapping up this, and, and I'm sure everybody knows that, you know, we, some, some entities cannot just be allowed to flounder, cannot be allowed to, to, mm. to, to go down the drain. To have confidence in the kind of leadership in terms of bringing not only PIC, but all these other entities back to normality. Absolutely. I think uh, from the evidence that I've seen, um, one of transparency in dealing with investigating the issues at hand. Two is the speed with which um, there has been reaction whenever these uh, these things are put to the fore. Um, in, 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 I mean, we have about four or five uh, commissions running parallel as we speak. I mean, we, uh, the SARS commission just wrapped up. We have the PIC commission that is looking into the uh, institution himself. We have the uh, Judge Mukhoro's one, which is looking into fitness to hold uh, office. And then we have the state of capture. Um, and then we also had recently the 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 the, the transparent interviews of the the head of NPA uh, who just started uh, on Friday so 
that's transparency there at relevant institutions. I mean, if you, with the PIC really, we cannot afford, I mean, if you look at consistently what they've been recognized for, gives you courage. I mean, as we speak, um, they still have a, a clean audit of the 16 and 17 uh, given by the Auditor General, and they had three others just before then. Well, there's 18 and uh, 17 and 18 under consideration now. I mean, um, uh, 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 the PIC itself was uh, recognized by the Global bench, uh, Benchmarking Company as one of the best asset managers uh, looking at what they've done with the Government Employees Pension Fund at positive returns at a very low cost. You know, the European Magazine Awards um, gave them the Asset Management Firm of the Year for 2017. The, and then uh, they also, currently they are the reigning best SOE in Africa by the International uh, uh, European Magazine as well, Awards. You know, so, um, and in terms of corporate governance, because these are, uh, investment and asset management uh, uh, profiles. They have also been given the best corporate governance award. So, in terms of that, if you look at all of that, oh, by the way, the last one was that the uh, the PSC itself has been recognized globally as among the top five most responsible asset allocators for 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 um, which incorporate ESG investments. This is this was done by Bretton Woods. You know, so if you look at that, because before you get all of these awards, you get subjected to rigorous processes of due diligence. So, which means that internally, their processes would have been subjected to, to serious scrutiny. So that, to, to, to answer your question, gives me that kind of courage that, um, possibly we, we, we are likely not to get to the level of, of, of malfeasance that, especially in as far as the PIC is concerned. That is why I'm quite keen to see how the, the Judge Mpati's commission will fare with testing the, the allegations because never before have we had um, these kinds of allegations. What worries me more is that even in the VBS scandal, the PIC, there was an issue in terms of one of its internal managers. So, and then there's uh, this whistleblower pointing to the IO technology um, transaction and about two or three other transactions. So that is a base, basis for concern. I think I, I like your last point, uh, uh, Justice, uh, for simple reason that in as, much as, in as much as you can make reference to these accolades, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that the entity... Um, you know, moral fiber is not decaying because um, SAA at some point used to sweep every single accolade you can think about. And look where SAA is today. Uh, SABC used to sweep a number of accolades in a, in, in a broadcasting you know, space, but look where it is to now. I think the point is, in as much as the, the pockets of excellence, uh, we need to be much more mindful of how um, you know, corruption erodes those historical gains 
until it is arrested. Mm. And I think you and I agree on that point that, mm. um, in as much mm. as you can, you can have these accolades, um, that are historical, it doesn't necessarily mean that the rot is not already taking place. Mm. And, and it's upon leadership to arrest it, uh, uh, while it's still, you know, uh, taking form or shape mm. before everything is lost. I mean, it will be complete disaster to have ESCOM, to have PIC collapsing. Oh. Complete, complete disaster, and we all agree, mm. you know, given the, the magnitude of resources these companies are, are responsible for. Anyway, moving moving forward, let's have a conversation about Posasa, and I promise uh, the listeners, because these issues have a very interesting spin to it, because, they, you know, when knitting uh, PIC and Busasa will eventually get you to how, you know, uh, those five countries that I made, uh, made that, that I made reference to, written, writing a letter, to to the president complaining about corruption, Busasa, you know, what do you make of this Angela Greasy guy? You know, I mean, he has been so he has been giving this explosive testimony about corruption before this, the, the, you know, before the the Zonal Commission, and 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 for me, what really stood out because he is he's not ashamed, you know, and he mentioned people. Um, I mean, I mean, I was quite shocked to, to, to see or even hear, given a minister such as Gwede Mantashe, Nobulam Konyan, and Deputy Minister of Correctional Services, um, you know, Tabo Makweka, were named among those who benefited for, from home security and general maintenance, uh, work paid by, 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 by Busasa. If these things were to happen, or have happened, wherein there's been this benefit, you know, I know obviously some of this needs to be tested. You know, he's just giving evidence which needs to be tested. But what would you say if you were among those that were implicated in this colossal of, of you know, uh, you know, malpractice? I think um, for me, really, um, which is a concern by now, uh, is that I'm looking forward to having many of the people that are implicated um, writing to the commission and requesting to to present their their case because um, we don't want a situation where people accuse the legitimacy of the commission on the basis that they were not given the right of reply, they were not given a cautionary, um, because, you know, in terms of um, the, the democratic, uh, democratic institution, you are supposed to be given cautionary notice when there are allegations against you. Many of them are complaining that they did not re- receive those notices from the commission. Nevertheless, consequently, I mean, many of them really need to, by now, uh, 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 want to present their cases to the Commission so that we can evaluate ourselves as citizens uh, and and, and both sides of the story. Because, I mean, the crazy story, for instance, is the one side. Wouldn't you want to see uh, Kevin Watson as well? Uh, presenting his side so that we can test these things because um, at this point while Agrisi is a doji character many of what he pointed in fact uh, there has been one or two responses from the, uh, the, the, the people pointed at which means that even if he has exaggerated the issues or whatever 
one or the other that seem to have happened in other ways. For instance, let me give an example. Uh, Minister Mantasha came through yesterday and offered to take the journalist to his house in, uh, 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 I think it's called in the Eastern Cape. Then he came out today to say, look, um, I've offered to you guys to come and see. All I'm ag- acknowledging is that I uh, was an observer. The ANC uh, security protocol had instructed these guys to come and because of their security risk assessment. So, which means that Agrizi, what he tabled, has happened. Now the issue becomes, was it happen, did it happen because, um, Bosasa was supposed to derive benefit from it or whatever the case might be? But the fact now we know it, it has happened that they, 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 they went and put a CCTV there. Uh, the second issue, if you look at, um, uh, the MP Vincent Smith, it is a fact that the, the money, uh, was given to him, albeit he has consistently said it was supposed to be a loan or it was a loan or whatever. So you know that that has happened. Uh, so there are those that you know have happened for sure. The previous CFO of, um, the Department of Correctional Services, um, I think, um, I forgot the name now, but the, he provided, Agrizi provided evidence of the cars that were purchased for the daughter and the family members, right? So, so there are those that he has got evidence of. Now the issue would be why were they bought by the company? What were they looking to derive from that? What we, you see, so those are the facts. The things that are not factual are things, for instance, where he would say that, no, I, I saw that they gave uh, cash to so-and-so to give to so-and-so. Because there, um, it would be your word against mine, and there's no evidence of that, because uh, the, the alleged person will simply say, look, I never received any cash from you, or... You know, unless you, you, you must prove that you gave me the cash. So there's the two portions of that. Uh, so in many of these instances, I think, um, it can only be assisted by the individual themselves who are appointed at, to come and present their case to the commission. What I also found very interesting about the Bosasa, and I picked up where Leon Fantonda, when he testified, uh, that he participated in illegal deletion of files, uh, relating to multi-million rents, uh, you know, that on its own, when you are a, an IT specialist, you know, making a confession before an inquiry that I was instructed or I participated in this illegal deletion of files, you know, that on its own carries weight, that, that, that on its own carries weight because you are making a confession because first and foremost, um, there the are laws that governs the extent to which files have to be preserved. You know, you don't just willingly delete files. When, when, you, when you have been the current incumbent, you know, deleting files which were not supposed to have been deleted, surely, um, the motive cannot, the motives can be questioned. Mm. Or you have, you know, that act is questionable in that one can't just at the face value that you were deleting because you needed space. <laughs> you, you, you must have deleted because you wanted to hide something. Look, um, <laughs> That's very interesting. 
look, the good thing in South Africa is that we have very, very um, good forensic auditors, right, or forensic investigators. So um, he who alleges must prove, right? So um, we will find out if the files were deleted or not. Because that's what the commission will attest to. So what Mr. Fantone would come and do is to confess, yes. But even that confession has to be tested, right? I'm glad also that in the terms of reference of the commission, there is room for um, uh, cross-examination. So, so, that, so in the end, by the end of the commission, we'll really know at least over 90% what the truth is. You know, so the the issue of the files having been deleted, for now that's what Mr. Fandonde say, but if indeed it happened, the, the, ultimately the forensic auditors will, 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 will probably be brought in as specialists to determine that. Yeah, and well, Justice, thank you very much for that <laughs> point. You have just joined us. I'm joined by Justice Ndaba, who is an executive at Knowledge Center Group. We are probing, um, you know, uh, the issues around Bosasa uh, from a corporate governance point of view. Moving on very swiftly, the last point that I promised the listeners that we're going to touch on is the letter that was uh, sent, uh, you know, to, 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 to Sir Ramaphosa by five countries. I mean, we have Netherlands, we have US, we have UK, we have Germany and Switzerland saying, well, this is enough. And, 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 and one might argue that, look, um, there are two debates on this issue. At one level, say, look, you, you, you cannot do that because we've got protocol, of which this has been the position of, 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 of government you know, response. But on the other hand, which, which is an argument which they advance, which in my view made a lot of sense. You know, cumulatively, these countries, they account for 75% of South African foreign direct investment, you know, which means they've got a muscle. You know, the, you know, whatever's happening, if money is, is, is exchanging hands just like that, it, it's onto the bottom line. So therefore, they just can't sit and wait at the corner, wait for, for, for this kind of, you know, commissions of inquiry, um, in, you know, to, to, to be, to be, to be allowed to take space. Um, is that an expression of, of, well, you know, yes, the, 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 the inquiries are happening. Is it a question of confidence in the processes? Or it's just a question of elevating, you know, the extent to which they, 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 you know, for them it's just baffling. For them it's just like, oh, this is like enough. Um, look, uh, I, I believe there was a meeting of the heads of uh, departments of um, diplomatic missions uh, to, to talk about this. Uh, I think the meeting was yesterday or today. And, and, and I didn't read the statement, um, subsequently, but I think there's a statement on, um, on the DECO website that, uh, gives the outcome of that meeting. And in that outcome, um, there seems to be agreement that, look, the, the five countries have said, look, we issued the letters, yes, but the letter that we issued, we were trying to make a contribution to the presidential um, a dialogue that was happening uh, previously. Remember, late last year there was this uh, investment summit, by the presidential investment summit. So they argued that in they didn't see it necessary to follow the normal protocol of diplomacy because they were contributing to the dialogue. 
which in a sense is, is reasonable because it's, it's clarity. But obviously from a protocol perspective, the, the diplomatic missions were hoping that the process, but if that is the case, whether or not processes was not followed, at least it gives us window into what they were thinking, isn't it? No, absolutely. But here's the thing for me. Um, you remember I said this issue that you can look at it from different angles. At one level, you, you, you can almost say we understand that, you know, cumulatively 75% uh, of of South Africa's foreign direct investments uh, um, comes from you, therefore you've you, you've got material, there are material losses, you know. But on the other level, in one may ask, how is this different from puppet countries or puppet government, wherein foreign foreign because foreign you know nationals of or foreign government can dictate or even write letters, you know, whether they are detecting or writing letters to a different country. What would you say from a sovereignty point of view? Because that, for me, it raised that question. Because it says you do not appreciate my protocol, one, two, from a sovereign point of view. You know, we can take, we can give, almost like giving you orders or express our views. What would you say to that, to that voice that says, Mm-mm, something's wrong here? Look, uh, p- personally, I know that the five countries, they don't have a, dis- a history of undermining diplomatic channels, you know, personally, that I know of, um, especially the Netherlands. I mean, um, they, 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 they've got quite a good history with South Africa on a diplomatic level. Therefore, one could question the motive behind the clarifying statement that says we were contributing to the dialogue. If that is the case, I see no harm, other than a procedural issue. You know, so if if then people did not follow procedure, then they must commit to making sure that they don't do it in the future. Therefore, to answer your question, if I look at the history of uh, the diplomatic relations previously between the five and us, I, I have no reason to question. I also don't think that we are at that level where they could they can dictate to us what uh, uh what we must do even though i mean uh, at this stage with with uh, the current president in the us we you know th- there has been insinuation of trying to dictate to us but that was handled quite quickly if you remember early last year where the current president of the us was trying to on the issue of 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 land redistribution remember he tried to 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 to, to undermine our sovereignty at that point but he was quickly brought back to book to say there are processes if you have an issue follow the protocols besides there's a parliamentary process that is in place I'm glad you raised that an example because I was just about to say um, some of these countries have got a history of undermining um, sovereign states and and this this, this letter even as much as it, it is legitimate uh, you can't just submit a letter without understanding or without appreciating the processes that are underway. When, I mean, the, the president at Davos made a, a compelling case that we are dealing with this issue, you know, and we are quite serious about this issue. Why is it after Davos and some of these issues come? This is where one has to say we need to be very much careful mm. about, about, about this, this level of, of imposition because, mm. you know, for me, when we have made a, a clearly, uh, in, in no certain terms that we are committed to address corruption, and these are the processes that we are taking, and, and as if that's not enough. 
and we've been bombarded by letter, which cr- further create, you know, that public panic, that further creates the road, you know, the, the public confidence. Mm. No, look, the, 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 I mean, in this case, the issue of timing would be critical. We need to know probably if, for instance, the, this letter, um, for me, it will make sense if this particular letter was issued around August last year. Why is it news now? My, po- my point is, exactly. unfortunately, but we're going to have to leave it. Uh, it's already 7 o'clock once uh-huh. again. Thank you very much for joining us. I certainly thought we have made a huge difference in terms of unpacking these rather complex issues. Yeah. Um, until we meet again, Naba. Thank you. Thank Have you very much. Have a good one. Thank you.